All right, we're back. Uh, got Stephen Cornelius here. Just finished up the Amber's Bank, Amber's Bank uh, Jacksonville half marathon last weekend. Um, finishing with a time of one twelve forty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Um, PR of six minutes from a previous one, and then a Pensacola half that just fell shy of the full half marathon and they kind of bumped some numbers on up just to equivalent it. He best that by 30 seconds. Yes. So here we are not even a week removed and he has signed up for the round the bay ultra it's relay and ultra, but the uh, ultra portion Yes. and is ready to, to defend a title. He has the fastest time on that course of 4.17. I think they have list at 4.16, but yeah. Okay, yeah, 4.16, somewhere <laughs> right there. Um, welcome, dude. How, how do you feel? I feel good. Um, uh, I feel uh, going into all the races, uh, I feel not as stressed because i got the got the homework behind me so yes i i I feel ready to race i'm race ready solid um yeah i'm race ready too i'm ready to challenge um challenge you at it at the duel we got some really it's this is the year that they've actually bumped up there's a bunch of ultra runners actually racing this first time ultras uh ultra runners and everything like that so it's going to be interesting it's going to be fun um, there actually is some uh, faster guys, so we're kind of looking forward to this. So, tell me, what what's your background in um, in running? What's how far back do we date that? Uh, we can go, I guess, go back to ninety one when I started uh, doing five k, ten k local races, uh, and then I ran cross country and track in middle school at Lewis Middle School. Nice. Um, at the time, Ruckel had a 20-year undefeated winning streak. I think they might be back on that as well right now. Yeah. But in, uh, when I was in eighth grade, we uh, stopped the winning streak. Uh, we beat them the very first meet of the season, and they were undefeated for 20 years and uh, gave them the first loss. Um, what the cool thing was about was that was both middle schools, we uh, combined forces at Niceville High School. And then that created a really good uh, running environment. Uh, all my best friends uh, were on the team. And uh, we ended up, and while we were at high school, uh, the Ruckel and Lewis Middle Schools runners were able to pull off a state runner-up uh, in 97 for cross-country. So, uh, and then later, two years later, Niceville came back in 1999 and won the state title. They put five guys in the top 20. Who all was on that team? Like, I mean, that you were, I mean, you had, um, I want I always date over to Alan Richardson's brother. What was his name? Yeah, Eric Richardson. Eric Richardson. He was a fast dude. Yes. <laughs> everyone was fast. Um, uh, everyone that I trained with were, uh, had extremely good 800 meter and, uh, mile times. Um, they had really good 400 meter times too. They could run all run in low fifties, whereas I could barely break 60, um, <laughs> But somehow I was able to hold my own uh, uh, on them in the mile and the two mile in cross country and then all the workouts and, and stuff. But they were always uh, right there with me, keeping me on my toes. So where'd you, you, 
what did you do after high school? Did you go study? Um, so, run? Yes. Um, <laughs> I went to three different colleges. Solid? Yeah. So, so I, got, <laughs> I know I got, the feeling. I got some experience on uh, different coaches, coaching styles, and, uh, and then seeing different teams. Um, and basically seemed like all the teams were the same. We all just wanted to run good and run hard. But uh, I, had, I have a bunch of uh, former teammates from three different colleges, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, I went to University of Central Florida for two years, and then I uh, had to drop down to community college for a year, and I competed on the community college for uh, what was supposed to be indoor track, uh-huh. but our program got canceled. We won't talk about that. <laughs> long story. And then uh, once the program got canceled, Mississippi State, um, came then and swooped up a bunch of runners that needed to be racing and uh, started. I ran for Mississippi State for two years. Solid. Well, then now, now what fuels the fire? How long ago is that? That's been twenty. That's when that I was twenty years ago. Yeah, that was two thousand two. Um, that was that, uh, and I thought it was the uh, end of my running career because I didn't run really anything for I would say fourteen years. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't do any running, uh, and I. What lit the fire? Uh, really got me going was when the, they held the Destin Marathon. Yes. And uh, I had only been training for two weeks. I just signed up for the race because it was a hometown race, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this marathon. Uh, and the uh, only Destin Marathon we've ever had over here. It's the inaugural, and it was the one and done. But. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I signed up for the race, ran the race, uh, was able to take the lead around mile 13, opened a huge gap, but I was running a lot faster than I was in shape for, uh, and I ended up hitting the wall at around mile 19, 20, and then walked to the last 6.2. I forgot what my time was, but I don't think I ran under four hours, you know? <laughs> but it was a great experience. Uh, it was a great, uh, uh, death march. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I I learned my lesson. Um, next time to take it easy, uh, based off your training too. Just run, run as fast as your training allow. Right. allow you. But uh, and then after that, um, uh, I mainly signed up for ultra. Uh, I think it was a couple weeks later. It was the Destin fifty miler. Oh yeah, on the yeah, beach. and I barely finished that. That was oh, I think I, I uh. Uh, that that was a death march too. I, I was I was crawling. Uh, I had a lot of uh, participants that was passing me that was encouraging me. I think I, I finished uh, uh, closer to the back of the field, um, and uh, yeah, fifty mile. I learned that yeah, that's something uh, that's no joke. Um, yeah. that was a really tough race. It's a big step up from mm-hmm. that twenty six point two, especially yes. on the white powder sand in february or uh yeah in february right mm-hmm. yeah um, yes and this was in 2016 when i did that destin 50 dollar yep. yeah that's around the time that we met up and mm-hmm. kind of we were watching each other's stravas yes and it's like that's kind of i think it's kind of fueled each other's fires um we've always been able to revamp back and forth on that um you got some training going on over here. I've moved off, so I'm further away. I don't get to run with the Run Destin crew, but the one of the founder guys, or I guess one of the coaches, I would put Matt as a coach. Yes. Matt Blunden um, has been your training sensei. 
more yes. or less, right? Like, I mean, he's gets you up. I, I, I noticed you guys catching some runs um, this summer and just kind of like ran with it. What? Tell me, tell us your lead up to, I guess, uh, this Jacksonville race. So it started, all started in July, and I had been running on and off with Matt. Um, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll call him what, what my family refers to him as. We, uh, and I, I told uh, Matt his nickname uh, his last night in town because uh, uh, he has been in the Royal Air Force for uh, 30, uh, 20 years, and he's, he's going to still continue. Uh, Solid. Uh, I referred to him because I assumed that he was a colonel or something, but I didn't know that the, what the rankings names were and were or for size. Just assumed so. Um, I uh, referred to him as the colonel, like when my family would ask him, like, "What are you gonna do? Is the colonel coming?" I'm like, yeah, the colonel, the colonel. So, uh, I'm gonna talk to him and refer him as the colonel. Um, <laughs> the colonel. Yes, uh, love he it. he actually when I told him he he got, he said that he was love it, I love it, <laughs> and awesome. then he actually told me what. He, him, and his colleagues in the Royal Air Force, because he would come to go to work in and talk about his running, he referred to me as Project Steve. Project Steve? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and then he constantly, com- uh, he'll, uh, he'll comment on my Strava or, or send me a message, uh, hashtag Project Steve. Yes. Uh, yeah, I uh, mentioned to him that I was, wanted to run uh, full-time as an amateur runner and get my time faster, and he had the time... Uh, a strict schedule that he uh, a great strict running schedule that he put me on and starting in July he showed up every day 5.30 I'm at 7.30 a.m. and 5.30 Monday through Friday on Saturdays we did a 6 a.m. tempo run with uh, former Olympian and uh, or former Nike pro runner Sam Chalinga oh really uh, yes he uh uh, owns still owns the 10k record in uh from Liberty University I think low 28s, um he just recently just recently ran 2830 and then 10k in LA uh, in uh, some private race, um uh, he's currently in the army, right now and uh he lives in Blue Water Bay lives in he lives in Niceville and we were able to meet up with him, and get connections with him and he's been, uh. He's been mentoring us as well on 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 the side. Dang, dude. Well, then I mean, there's your, there's your next. He's he's he did a he actually. Uh, paced me in a ten k by my just me and him, um like I showed up over and right. he was willing to, to uh, do a a ten k workout with me and pace me uh, every every foot every like uh, he told me every, when my left foot strikes your left foot strikes oh solid type, like type i mean yeah, just straight was, up it was pretty serious like and hardcore. fun at the, at the same time <laughs> yeah we were all rolling through 530 pace um, it was it was it was an interesting ride because he would pull up next to me and then look at my face and he goes i can tell you're going too easy you're not straining at all he goes, start pumping your arms. We go faster. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it was fun, though. That's awesome. Yes. I mean, that's the way you get it done, yes. right? You, I yes. mean, so you enjoyed Matt showing up to your door stuff every morning at 7.30 um, in the morning? Yes and no. There are some mornings <laughs> where uh, I, was just, I, I live in my RV. And I'm just yelling, like, no. <laughs> it was just still sore from the day before. Or I, I didn't want to run that early in the morning. I wanted to wait till 9.30. Uh, especially when um, the temperatures got cooler. Yeah. I wanted to wait till it was warm. But a lot of times we needed to run at that time because it was already too hot. Yeah. Especially during the summertime. Yeah. 
but yes, yes, I'm very thankful that he showed up to my doorstep seven days a week uh, for three or four months straight. Training uh, pays off, huh? The yes. homework, right? Yes. That's what you called it earlier, the homework. Yes. What's, uh, what's the philosophy behind the hashtag colonel? Um, uh, uh, train hard, race easy. Train hard, yeah. race easy. I love yes. it. That's great. Um, so what, what made you decide what, when did you decide you were going to go after Jacksonville's half? What, what strung that up? Uh, the running, uh, group, uh, the running group that I run with, uh, they have been talking about mentioning, uh, the Jacksonville half and two of us went, went over, I think, uh, um, a couple guys were thinking about it, but, um, they decided not, not to go. Uh, but during our training runs, uh, we we talk to each other where where the competition is. Uh-huh. Um, one of the guys I trained uh, that showed up to one of our workouts, Ian, he ended up placing seventh in the race. Uh, he ran one oh one nine. Yeah. Um, he had mentioned that there was going to be a one ten train. Uh, a a group of guys, um, that were going to try and break one ten. And I was like, whoa, that would be a fantastic time. Um, I'll hop on that train and see what happens. And basically, it was 520 until you can't 520 anymore. Uh, well, I did, I think, one of my repeat, uh, one of my mile splits was right under 520. I learned real quick that uh, uh, I needed to back off. Uh, but I still averaged 531 pace. Uh, one of my training partners that I run with a lot, he ended up running 110. Uh, he had a great race. I was surprised that he ran that fast. He was surprised too, so uh, it gives me another goal to go after. I think my next goal would be going under one ten, and that would actually, uh, uh, I'll be really, really happy. It'll be a next step towards. I have some super high goals. I think I'm a little bit too nervous to say how high they are, but people, you gotta gotta have those high goals. Uh, yeah, man. To. Uh, to be able to achieve. Well, shoot, yeah. I mean, just sitting here when we were looking back over. Um, everybody's time like i think my fastest half is right there 129 130 something i mean something that i know i can go faster i think i ran a the 38 um half marathon in that in that time frame as a training run um and but seeing some 66 year old guy or 58 year old guy running in the low 120s and i believe there was somebody who was 48 was running 119 or 114 something it inspired me like now i know i've got a kick in the pants but um go over with me how, how did the race unfold so like um i saw on your strava you said you tried sticking or i don't remember where i saw it but you said you were sticking with the 110 crew until a certain point and then like you faded off so my so my buddy i found my buddy at the starting line we were able to get in our our designated area uh, as far as social distancing and, and a it was a staggered start um so we were able to start together he started off a little bit faster on pace and i started 10 seconds back so i had some work to do um to catch up to him i caught up to him about mile three um because one of my buddies ian he plays seventh he he came past me at 520 pace so i i tagged along and around mile five they just uh, started opening a little gap and for some reason uh, but i always do it in the long runs uh, they call me the yo-yo uh, <laughs> i'll slow up and they'll go get away from me 
where I don't think then they don't think I'm going to catch them but somehow I yo-yo back to them <laughs> and then I pass them and then they pass me and then it's just like a yo-yo it's back a and forth yo-yo. so I was like you know I'll, I'm, I guess I'm going to do the yo-yo game today uh, <laughs> but no they they kept a strict pace they consistently ran I think 518 all the way through 519 um, and so I was basically yo-yoing back between 525 and 545 pace um, the whole time uh, thank goodness um, at mile nine, because I was in no man's land the whole time, um, two guys passed me, and uh, uh, I went with them. I, uh, when they passed me at first, I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going with them. Uh, 5.45, 5.40, it just feels great. <laughs> and, and they were when they passed me, they were going 5.30 pace, and... For some reason, something clicked in my head, and I jumped on their train, and I'm glad I did it because uh, it would have been more of me somehow, like, running at 540 felt like I was, like, pouting. <laughs> it was weird. It was odd, whatever, because I was like, oh, man, I guess I'm going to... Sh- I kept looking down on my watch, where I'm like, oh, it's 540. I feel like I'm jogging. Maybe I should crank it down back to 520. And, yeah, my buddy that ran 109, he said 520 pace felt awful. And I'm like, yeah, I that's why I didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, but now the next goal is to feel awful and get get to that point where I, I could get a little bit more grit. And But I'm really surprised how 112.37 felt. Like, because uh, I was not, uh, like... You weren't I, in the I pain like, train like... No, you, I, I thought you... that was... I should have been. Yeah. I was in the pain train like I sh- should have been. And I felt like I could have just turned around and run another half. So I'm looking forward to my first real debut marathon um, coming uh, at the Snickers, Snickers Marathon, March 5th. Yep, March 5th. Be looking for that time. Stephen Cornelius will be throwing it down, trying to go. Uh, his fastest one, or have you? My fastest marathon is in practice, and it was actually last year and uh, running around just in my hometown. Yeah. In Niceville or Destin. Uh, I, did, uh, I ran 259. So we're looking to go under 230 is yes. uh, what we're, our Snickers goal is. Yes. So uh, you're going to PR big time on this. Uh, yeah, it'll be a huge PR. And I think 229, I, I, I think definitely 229 is in reach. I think 229 might be a bad day. Uh, <laughs> so, I have a feeling, so definitely. I have a feeling I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I pop off a 225. Woo! 225. Y'all hear it now? That's. I'm looking forward to seeing that 225 come on out and he will eat it up. Now, you said, uh, so you've been living in the RV. Um, yeah, dude. You jump all over it. Sorry, we're having a couple of uh, cocktails here. He's about to dip over into uh, Oyster City. Um, if you guys have never been over there to Apalachicola, this great Oyster City. Um, uh, pub or not pub sorry they have a uh a brewery over there um he's getting into the what do you have over there the huda brown Ooh, that's a good one that's delicious Ooh, eight five eight five eight five percent <laughs> he might not be drinking at all ladies and gentlemen but i mean it's a great oh, this that, one's seven point five. yeah so the uh highlight we just uh <clears throat> just polished off from Cigar City uh, Brewing, that's down in Tampa. Um, some good guys over there. Living in the RV, fixed it on up. 
you've been yes. traveling around. You've made some stops over there to Flagstaff before, not with this RV, but I mean, you're you're a traveler. I mean, you you jumped up. I went and ran to Grand Canyon, kickstarted you to up your game back into the ultra scene. Yes, I, and so you went back on over there. Thanks for reminding that. Now I'm. I, I remember looking at um, um, Strava Facebook post of pictures when you went there, and yes, uh, I remember uh, messaging you and yeah. telling you thank you for getting my my butt over there. Uh, I do plan on going back to the Grand Canyon. Some unfinished business there. Same. Same. Uh, I never did the rim to rim the rim, but I went. I did the river and back a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, no, I plan on stopping in Flagstaff and the Grand Canyon Lake Powell um, to do some training sessions there. Um, I might, I might work, um, <laughs> depending, depending on the funds. But I think right now that I think uh, I might be able to just train. It's gonna be a great thing. That'd be nice. That'd mm-hmm. be awesome. Yeah. Um, you uh, are signed up for Run Rabbit. Yes. Um, in September. We should be able to have that race this year and then um or coming year and then but you've last time you, you have dnf that race but after your dnf you went and ran the grand canyon um to flagstaff flagstaff flag the grand canyon flag to grand canyon um finished I'm, fifth yes uh right next to the at the time he was the course record holder he was just um not not feeling well that day uh, we Which did happens. It, we did it twenty in twenty one hours and some change I believe, uh, and I, I I ran I did the last I think uh, probably ten miles ten miles with him which was so I'm very thankful of having someone there I, I talked his ear off. So I mean you being able to do all this nice I mean it's a struggle to make these travel traveling and everything and to be make it work to be able to train the way that you're training um, this pandemic has opened up I think a prefla of people being able to train at a higher level because work is either taking them to the house or unemployment. Um, you've been one of the the fortunate ones to be able to, you, I'd say fortunate, yes, fortunate, unfortunate, um, fortunate, fortunate because he's getting a check, um, for his unemployment because his job had to lay him off. And, um, but why not? kick yourself back into gear of being able to see where you can go in the amateur world uh with running so this uh matt helping you on out what are you going to do now that he's left what are Um, you going to lean on (laughs) oh right now i have actually a really good training crew here locally um but also too uh i i went and did some recon mission out in st augustine to see if i could find the same type of crew over there and it seems like i might be able to or the same type of support. Um, yeah, one by one, we were able to find a group of guys here um, to consistently show up to the workouts on Sundays and Tuesdays on the tracks. And um, it's really, really, really helped. Uh, uh, one thing, though, uh, he's, uh, this group has really established uh, consistency in me and uh, gotten used to running a, a, lot of ru- a lot of runs on under six-minute pace. Um, they'll just get that heart going, get that pain going. Uh, but one thing they taught me was uh, on hard days, go hard. On easy days, go easy. And what they mean by that is on your easy days, um, 
your body let your body be in control your body will tell you how slow or how fast to go but on your hard days you are in control you tell your body no matter if your body doesn't want to go you tell your body you have to go it's a hard day so that's those are the decisions you have to make uh that i've learned from this this crew and i uh take easy days easies take hard. your hard days hard though so you guys just learned a valuable lesson right there that's mm-hmm. i mean training for anything but these runs if you guys are training for marathons half marathons ultras 5ks 10ks Take it easy on your easy days. Go hard on those hard days. Well, brother, it was great speaking with you. We're going to catch up again um, soon. We'll get another podcast after that uh, yes. that Run Rabbit Run because I'm excited to see what, uh, what that entails. Y'all just look out for his Snickers um, Marathon, March 5th. This guy's coming up. He's coming back. He's stronger. He's had... He's he's got his ebbs and flows, but right now Stephen Cornelius is on fire over here in the Panhandle, and he's looking for blood. Good luck to you this coming weekend. And any other words you want to say before we uh, shout out? Uh, thank you, Aaron, for having me on this podcast. This is actually my very first podcast, so I'm very excited about it. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a great year. Uh, I think for a lot of these amateurs, I think there's gonna be a lot of uh, uh, come out stars. Um, and I'm looking forward to the challenge. All right, brother. All right, man. Good talking with you. See y'all.